0: Hey, Branches, it's Colin, and it's Thursday, February 29th, the last day of February, and we're wrapping up uh, the sixth chapter of Mark today as we continue in our reading of this biography of Jesus together. And I just want to say up front, we're going to keep it really simple today. I think this passage, though short, kind of contains you know some follow-up from some threads we've already seen in Jesus' story in Mark, some kind of facets or characteristics of Jesus that are kind of uh, attractive for people even in the reading of this gospel but even for us today too and just kind of make a list of, of things that when, when we think about Jesus what need can he meet for us today so wherever you're at today if you're listening to this this morning or you're wrapping up your day I hope that we can meet Jesus uh, with one of these qualities and he can meet us and then fulfill our need or whatever we're desiring our longing today as we wrap up chapter six today so You might remember from yesterday, Jesus has just fed 5,000 people, and uh, this is the episode following that feeding, and it says this, starting in verse 45 of chapter 6. Immediately he made his disciples get into the boat and go on ahead to the other side, to Bethsaida, while he dismissed the crowd. After saying farewell to them, he went up to the mountain to pray. When evening came, the boat was out on the sea, and he was alone on the land. When he saw that they were straining at the oars against the adverse wind, he came toward them early in the morning, walking on the sea. He intended to pass them by, but when they saw him walking on the sea, they thought it was a ghost and cried out, for they all saw him and were terrified. But immediately he spoke to them and said, Take heart, it is I, don't be afraid. Then he got into the boat, and with them, and the wind ceased, and they were utterly astounded. For they did not understand about the loaves, but their hearts were hardened. When they crossed over, they came to the land at Gennesaret and moored the boat. When they got out of the boat, people at once recognized him and rushed about that whole region and began to bring the sick on mats to wherever they heard he was. And wherever he went into villages or cities or farms, they laid the sick in the marketplaces and begged him that they might touch even the fringe of his cloak and all who touched it were healed. Well, first, This first verse, we get one of Mark's most commonly used words in describing what happens in the gospel. Immediately, immediately, Jesus made his disciples get into the boat and go ahead to the other side. Jesus is a sending teacher. Jesus sends his disciples. Then he dismisses the crowd. We heard that he was worried about the crowd. He wanted to make sure they had something to eat. So he dismisses the crowd. He's a He's a gracious host. Then he says farewell to the crowd. He's kind. And he goes up on the mountain to pray. Jesus leads us in prayer in the spiritual disciplines. When the evening came, the boat was out on the sea and he was alone on the land. Jesus practiced solitude. Practice maybe we really need these days. He saw they were straining at the oars against the adverse wind. He saw that they were up against it out in this boat. He came towards them. Jesus is an initiating God. He takes the first step toward us. When they saw him walking on the sea, they thought it was a ghost and cried out, for they all saw him and were terrified. But immediately, again immediately, he spoke to them and said, Take heart, do not be afraid. Jesus is an encouraging, comforting God in the face of fear. Then he got into the boat with them and the wind ceased. Who is this that the wind and waves obey him? Jesus is powerful. They were astounded by it. Jesus is astounding. They didn't understand about the loaves, this generosity, this abundance of Jesus, and their hearts were hardened. When they crossed over, they came to land at Gennesaret and moored the boat. When they got out of the boat, people at once recognized him. Jesus is attractive, magnetic. He's a leader worth following. People people want to be near Jesus. They rushed about that whole region and began to bring the sick on mats to wherever they heard he was. Jesus is known for healing and making people Whole. Wherever he went into villages or cities or farms, they laid the sick in the marketplaces and begged him that they might touch even the fringe of his cloak. And we know that he answers. Jesus listens and answers to our pleas, our begging for healing. All who touched him were healed. Jesus is a healer. Jesus sends us. Jesus is a gracious host. Jesus is prayerful. Jesus practiced solitude. Jesus encourages. Jesus initiates relationship with us. Jesus is kind. He ceases our fears. He ceases the wind around us. He encourages us to take heart. He's astounding. He's generous and abundant. He heals people. He's recognizable. This is Jesus. This is a Jesus that we we can recognize. Jesus is magnetic. Jesus answers and listens to our prayers. Wherever you're at today, I hope one of those facets of Jesus' life that comes through in this short passage at the end of chapter 6 can be what it needs to be for you today. Jesus can be all sorts of things for us, and he can be a challenge for us when we need a challenge. He can be a soft landing and a comfort when we need that But I hope one of these pieces of Jesus' identity today is meeting you where, where you're at, wherever you are. Whether you're feeling great about the day ahead, or maybe the one that you just ended, or it was a really kind of crappy day. I hope Jesus meets you where you are. That's my prayer for you today. Thanks for listening.